quarterback in the national indicated price of business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business always. So love having you on the program, Jeremy Murphy. He is a show favorite. Personal favorite, uh, he is a former executive with CBS Television, uh, former vice president, and uh, really one of the most uh, savvy, pe- savvy people I know out there when it comes to keeping track of all things media. Uh, he has a, a very interesting and important PR firm uh, that that, uh, that I'm going to give him a second to talk about and plus give the website core. And he has a fascinating and funny book called F Off Chloe that did not care I learned something you know, while reading it. Uh, it's about our woke culture and our weird, really kind of weird behavior we see from workers today. Jeremy, love having you on the program. Give your website real quickly, and then let's get into our topic today. Sure. Uh, my company website is 360bespoke. Dot com and we're a small agency that does uh, branding and PR for uh, small luxury brands and pursuits and talent. Um, so you can check us out there. Yeah, I love what you do. Love to get to spend time. I love talking to people like you, particularly with the topic we have today, because you know about how media actually majority of people who are media critics really haven't worked in any authoritative in it. They've written about it, they've observed it, but you kind of you have an insider perspective even when it's not your company. So I think your experience at CBS is very important. As we talk about the changes that's taking place over at the Washington Post, they've uh, hired a uh, veteran media exec- executive, Will Lewis, as its new publisher and CEO. This guy's got big-time uh, Fox and, and Murdoch connections. Uh, this is how is how he built his name and how he built his personal brand. And uh, and so I saw I saw this, and I kind of scratched my head. Uh, he did phenomenal things with the Wall Street Journal, which, by the way, is, is uh, I would call right of center, right? It's certainly not crazy right, like Fox, which I'm not sure is even right anymore. But uh, uh, this guy's background is strong conservative. Now, a lot of people are going to say he's a publisher, he's not an editor. Two different animals. It doesn't, you know, uh, they have two different objectives. So their opinion isn't necessarily going to ooze through. But publishers have a lot to do with hiring. And uh, I think uh, I think there may be more here, and I'd love to get your take on all this. Well, yeah, the Washington Post is, is, is basically dealing with a hangover post-Trump. You know, Trump, as bad as he was for democracy, he was great for ratings. He was great for circulation. And the Washington Post made a lot of money off digital subscriptions, more people reading their app, more people uh, subscribing to the paper. Their journalists won Pulitzer's investigating Trump. It was a great time to be in journalism. And now that's over because, you know, Biden is boring. Biden, Biden is not Trump in terms of the showmanship and the drama. And so the Washington Post kind of doing a reset because they built, they got so big, um, you know, when Bezos bought it, everybody thought he would be a, you know, a, a ruthless bean counter. Instead, he like gave them license and they hired hundreds of journalists and they reopened bureaus around the world and they became that robust news organization again. And they, they, they had the, the funding to, to do it. And now with Trump, you know, their circulations kind of cratered post-Trump and so they've kind of they're, they're trying to right the ship a little bit. I mean, they're going to be doing some layoffs, 
and they've got this new publisher, which is always a sign that, you know, they got to shake things up. So it'll be interesting to see how this develops. Yeah, and he's patient for building circulation. Of course, he did that at, at uh, Wall Street Journal. And you and I both know both both right-wing and left-wing media thrived under Trump. It wasn't just a blessing to the left. Uh, and, you know, it, it was a blessing to uh, to uh, the right as well uh, because, again, it's just drama. And they're writing about drama, drama and trauma. And so that kind of stuff does get eyeballs. And so I sit here and I wonder about, you know, the success that uh, Lewis had over at the Wall Street Journal and uh, how that, you know, how much of that was a secure benefit because of who was in the White House, you know, and playing a role in, in, in what happens next. I wonder well, if there's know, a lot of unnecessary optimism, if you will. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Wall Street Journal is, is a different beast. You know, it's always been very, you know, the news is very straightforward and the opinion pages are, are, are right wing. But, you know, there's a really good dividing line there. And, but the news reporting is on par with any other, uh, you know, it's the New York Times quality. It's Washington Post quality. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and it's one of the papers that everybody was petrified when Rupert Murdoch bought it because they thought he would turn it into, you know, a Fleet Street tabloid. And to Murdoch's credit, he hasn't. I mean, he's pretty much had a hands-off policy on it. And um, which I think is a, is 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 a testament to you know Murdoch and and the promises he made when he bought it. Um, but the yes. Wall Street Journal, you know, they're, they're a different beast because you know it, it, it's you know, to subscribe to that paper. It's like four hundred dollars a year. Um, you know, they were one of the first to have a paywall. You know, they don't give away anything for free, um, but it's worth it. So, um, you know, to have come from the Wall Street Journal is, is a huge feather in your cap because it's probably one of the, the, the best-run newspapers in the country. You never hear about them losing money. You never hear about them doing layoffs. Um, it's just a well-oiled machine. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think, you know, you and I, I think, have had this conversation before. They really like to uh, make a caricature out of uh, Murdoch. And Murdoch, I think, is really market-driven. He's not, he's not an ideologue. I mean, I'm sure he has a conservative bent, but to just dismiss him as an ideologue kind of ignores how he is all over the world. He owns all kinds of brands. You take, you take Sky News and Sky News UK, not Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Sky News UK is uh, really center. center. Uh, it's hard to tell where it's coming from uh, from an ideological perspective. It is that path. Uh, Murdoch's company shows that path. You take Sky News Australia, and they make Fox News look normal, you know, and so I think it's really, you know, easy to try to come up with a simple explanation who Murdoch is, but really to understand him requires a lot of nuance and really to understand that he's more money ideological, which is what you yeah. want when you're, when you're an investor. That's for danger. Well, Mur Murdoch is a pragmatist, you know, yeah. he reads the audience. He reads what do people want and he gives it to them. And, you know, that could be base, you know, that could be, you know, that could be dangerous because, you know, I, I do believe people need some balance and, 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 you know, they, they, they need, you know, it's like asking a child what they want to eat. They're just going to want ice cream all the time. Um, so I do think, you know, there has to be some editorial 
judgment. But Murdoch really knows very well to how, how to read an audience and how to capture an audience, whether it's Democrat, whether it's Republican, whether it's independent. Um, and, you know, when he bought the journal, he knew if it's not broken, don't fix it. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. he bought uh, he bought this for a reason because it's it's it, it's a jewel, and he he's really respected it. And and Wall Street Journal, it's like it's a must read for anybody in media, and it's got you know the, the highest demographics in media. You know, like in, in terms of their readership and and you know their audience. Um, and Murdoch, you know, has really kept that pristine. So um, you know he. You know, everybody thinks he's this wily, this ardent Republican, this conservative. No, he's a pragmatist. He's a businessman. He absolutely is. Yeah, no question about it. And, uh, and again, you know, the whole publisher role, I, I do. There's a lot of people who are saying this guy's not going to have a lot of say on uh, editorial. But, again, they do have a lot of say on hiring. Um when you look at Lewis, do you see him as ideological, or do you see him really driven in a utilitarian way, profit-driven, very similar to uh, the way Murdoch looks at things? You know, I think um, any publisher of the Washington Post is going to have a lot, a, a real hard time flexing their muscle in the editorially because that paper has such a tradition of the wall between um, edit and, and, and ads or business. And, you know, they have such old timers there and such a great legacy that I don't think that would go down well, just as like in the New York Times it wouldn't. Um, so I, I, I think more it's a business decision because, um, you know, they really have to write the ship because, you know, the whole business model of Washington Post was growth, grow, 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 higher, higher. Because, you know, the money was coming in, the, the readers were coming in, and now the, the, the spigot is off. And, they're, you know, they have, yeah. they're left with, with a bloated newsroom. And, you know, no one really is, you know, there's no drama with Biden. You know, he's putting the country to sleep. And mm-hmm. um, it, it, yeah. in many ways, that's good because we're not waking up in fear of our lives every morning. But, um, you know, there was great drama in that. So, and that, you know, I, most people like, you know, when Trump was in the White House, you would w- literally, you would wake up and you'd be like, oh, what happened last night? What did you do? And the first thing you do is yeah. watch the news. Uh, so, it. I we found don't that have that very sickening, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found that very nauseating, but yes, there's no question that that was happening. Uh, I kind of felt like I wanted to be an ostrich and t- stick my head in the sand after a few years of that with Trump. And I think, you know, proof is in the pudding to what you're saying, uh, to be honest. Uh, the reality is, is that there would be a whole lot of uh, conversation if, uh, if Lewis had been hired on the editorial side and not on the money side. And, uh, you know, clearly, and I think also, you know, the experiment of of uh, yeah, we need to be more different ideological than what we are, uh, a la uh, CNN. <laughs> you, you, CNN. You see how you, you see how well that came out. I think there should. Oh I would think there should be a lot of cautions about uh, paradigm shifts ideologically. Yeah, uh, and people are going to be really serious about looking at what uh, what brought them success. You know, I. Uh... CNN, you know, I was, I've never been a Jeff Zucker fan, but I do think getting rid of him was a huge mistake um, because, 
you know, he, um, he had run the organization for so long. He had the loyalty. The ratings were strong. Um, and the guy, Chris Lick, that they hired was just an albatross. I mean, he tried yeah. to do too much. He had no clear vision. His vision was to have no vision. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's hard to get, you know, you've got to get buy-in in any large institution among the employees right. when you're going to have a paradigm shift like he was hoping to have. And, uh, yeah, no one ever got yeah, uh, we know what your reputation as a uh, journalist, but from now on, you've got a report, report with this approach. Wait a minute, you need to right. hire a different reporter. <laughs> you yeah, know, exactly. uh, it's just, it's just it's insane. And, and when I tried to watch him, you know, Center, that, uh, if you were to describe me, why does Center with a libertarian streak, I guess is how you would describe me. You know, and I would sit there, and it's so utterly disingenuous when I was watching them. And I could try to like, watch different perspectives. And I would want a little bit of a liberal flair, because the last thing people sh- should want is to live in an echo chamber. Uh, that's when we become dangerous and, and incapable of learning. And so I like to look at different perspectives. I couldn't get that anymore from CNN because it was so disingenuous. So, yeah, well, I, I think you're watch- right. Uh, it's going to be a very pragmatic decision there. I can't watch CNN just visually. I mean, it's like it's like having a seizure. There's so many bells and whistles and things going on the screen. Like you've got three news crawls. You've got the weather. You've got sports. You've got breaking news. It's like, oh my god! Like my eye doesn't know where to go. It's like it's like having a seizure. I can't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeremy Murphy, that's a good note to end on. I think that would be our headline. Seeing, watching CNN is like a see, having a seizure. But uh, no, we're talking <laughs> about the Washington Post here. Great topic, very timely conversation. It'll be interesting to see. I will be watching. I, I have a great relationship with the Washington Post. I've done a series with them now for almost two years every week with a different reporter from the Post. And so, uh, and I, you know, don't agree with them editorially on hardly anything, but like the New, New York Times, like the Wall Street Journal, those are really the, the three true uh, newspaper of records in this country uh, that are thorough, totally. depth, breadth, huge perspective. Uh, so I love the post, and I'll be watching closely. I'll, I'll be uh, keeping an eye out as I interview a week a different reporter. So it'll be interesting to see how it evolves. All right, Jeremy Murphy, thanks so much as always. I am Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business.